Foul Hook Podcast episode 12. 12. I know, 12. I looked this up before we came because we always fucking forget this. And we have a very special guest with us today. Elon, what's up, man? How's it going? What's up, everybody? How's it going? How's everyone hanging? Oh, it's going. We're hanging. A little hot here in Boise, like you guys were just talking about. Luke turned off the AC, so we're going to cook in here for the next uh, hour or so. But here we are. Cooking hard. <laughs> yeah, glad to finally get you on, man. I know we've been talking about it for a while, and I think everyone here really likes what you do and everything like that. Not to suck your dick or anything, but you know, All we right. like what you do and everything like that. So we're just happy to have you on finally. Nah, man, it's been uh, yeah. I'm I'm happy to be a part. Ready to. I was I, I was thinking on my way here. I was like, should I talk? I was trying to think about what I can talk about to annoy people or get people upset because that's just the fun part. So. If you guys have anything, let me know, and I could try to piss off anybody. Dude, that's oh. what we do. Yeah, for some reason, we're pretty good at doing that, man. We're pretty negative people. <laughs> yeah, we put out. Yeah. We yeah. Funny you mentioned that, uh, Elon. We we literally just put out a clip about like van lifers and uh, overlanders and how they're kind of annoying and obnoxious, and used examples that we've seen. And we pissed off like a good dozen people with that. Somehow. Yeah, there was a few in the comments, but we got some DMs from people that were like. Man, like, I wish you guys weren't so negative or something like that on on the van life thing. Just let people do what they want to do, which to an extent I understand. But I'm talking about specifics. There's there's yeah. different species of van life. <laughs> there's different. Some yeah. of the people weren't even van lifers that were doing it too. Like, yeah, yeah. Weird. Well, Elon, you're over in Colorado, so you probably guys you guys probably have a shitload of van lifers and <laughs> you know overland folks, and it's probably obnoxious, isn't it? I mean, you see, you kind of see the the variations. You see people with like the old vita bus rig that's like the old retro run and it has like dents and dings in it and it's like a little rusty yeah uh and they're just like cool people who are just they've been here for a long time or they just it's like their normal lifestyle uh and then you have people who don't have any personalities and then they make their van their personality uh and they they drive around and they like make videos and pretend like people give a shit and no one does remote (laughs) backcountry remote backcountry camper and yeah the front range of Colorado and they're in like a Walmart parking lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> I got to, yeah. I got to stay overnight here, guys. Yeah, gonna, guys, I, I got a spot, man. I'm going to make an egg salad while some homeless guy is just sitting outside my, outside my area. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. Was, so Luke, Luke I'll, I'll go ahead. You go ahead and lead with your question. You had that I thought was fucking hilarious. Cause I think he going to have a, an amazing answer to this. Uh, so we, we meet like a lot. We've had mainly Coloradans on this podcast. You, you're probably like the fourth Coloradan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talk, I haven't gotten a chance to ask those people about the Colorado fly fishing scene. I mean, I think we talked, touched on little bits about it, but like from a comedian standpoint, like what are your like general thoughts on like the Colorado fly fishing scene out there? Oh, it's the worst. (laughs) <laughs> i think we expected that answer yeah i mean i wouldn't say it's the worst but it's definitely like uh i mean colorado i mean colorado has amazing fishing it's kind of getting ruined a little bit just because how many people are fishing and just the the water quality but it has it has amazing fishing but everyone comes to denver and they just go west from i-70 and they just fish all the rivers on i-70 and you have people who have been here for like 10 years who are like, get off my home water. And you have people who have been here, I don't know, a year who are trying to be guides because it's like the Colorado thing to do. So, um, and we do have a lot of like old fucks who (laughs) 
pitter patter on the water. And I, you know, I think fishing should be for everybody and no one should be um, pushed out or, or not included. But after a while, it's like, you know, if you, if you, if you can't get a driver's license, you shouldn't be allowed to fly fish, you know, sort of thing. Like yeah. we got to take rights a little bit. So, so I can at least get to the water faster. Uh, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's just a little more snobby. It's not as, uh, but it's also not as annoying as Montana. Yeah. Uh, I fish a lot of Montana and, um, man, it, I, I don't, I haven't had like problems up there with like locals. I think they're all really nice. The ones that are also tourists like myself or not from there that are there are being weird. Like yeah. they're, they're weirdos. I've had one instance where I was fishing a popular section of Clark Fork and not, who cares if I say it, it's a yeah, everyone knows popular that. river. But some guy from Texas, like we were driving on the opposite side of the road and he like, he was already parked there, like gearing up, getting ready to go fish. And he saw us driving in and this fool, like, like a mouse bro was like, <laughs> like just saw us and was like, getting his stuff, throwing his stuff on and we're like pulling up to park and he's like looking at us and then he starts like power fishing all those holes. Like he's like run into this hole. He takes five casts and we're rigging up and he's trying to fish everything before we can get to it. Yeah. Wow. Well, isn't, doesn't Colorado have like a lot of Texans in it too? Yeah. A lot of Texans out of California. I just think people moving, moving here. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember, it's a lot of new anglers too. Yeah, it's like a lot of new people who are like getting into fly fishing, which is dope. Yeah, but it's e, e, yeah the it's it just it feels pretentious a lot of the times. Yeah, uh, and you're someone who does a lot of teaching and stuff like that. So like, whenever you're teaching newer anglers and stuff like that, like what do you like give them like a heads up of like, hey man, like you're gonna run into some assholes out here like occasionally, or you're kind of like, I ah, will let them learn on their own. No, I just I try to teach them like, hey, we. When we go out, like this morning, we went out fishing, and I told everyone, I was like, you don't have to fish the whole time. If you want to, like, take a nap or grab a beer and, like, just chill on the water, then just do that. You don't, like, have to fish. I mean, fishing is dope and catching fish is dope, but you don't have to, like, be the, like, oh, I caught 100 fish today, or I caught, like, you can just, like, chill out. So I try to teach people, like, to just enjoy nature and to, like, enjoy being on the water. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever warned anybody. I mean, people have asked, they're like, hey, if I go to a fishing store, like, which one do I go to? I'm like, well, don't go to that one. Don't go to that one. This one, like, they're cool to, like, hang out with and they'll answer questions. So, uh, but, it, I mean, if you go to a fly show, it gets, I mean, you, you've you been the one, you've been them all. So. Damn. Yeah. Head to Deckers. Yeah, everyone <laughs> yeah. go to Deckers yeah. and the Dream. Nowhere yeah. else. There's nowhere, there's no other fish. This sounds corny to say. I want to fish the Dream Stream. Oh, yeah. I want to do it just to say I did it. Yeah. It, it just looks so beautiful out there. I will say we don't have much like that that look like that. It's the pictures make it look better than it. (laughs) Yeah, I know someone was telling me there's a lot of trash and stuff there sometimes, but yeah, and just people. I mean, people who park and there's like been people swimming in it recently. (laughs) It's 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 getting insane. I've seen all the kokanee that is there. Is that those kokanee that go up in there? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen videos of people like making that their thing like they go snagging kokanee oh, snag, snagging kokanee on the dream stream i mean i i know i'm not gonna say any names but i know a couple guys who only go out during the fall 
And they like, oh, yeah, we'll try to catch some browns. We'll try to catch some rainbows. But then there's these salmon, so we'll try to just catch fish. And they'll catch, like, I don't know, 50 fish for their clients. And their client's like, I had a great fishing day. But they're just. <laughs> they're all fucking dead-ass coconut. Yeah. yeah. God damn. So, Elid, obviously, you're kind of, you're definitely um, in the know with a lot of brands and things like that. Um, in Colorado, obviously, there's a lot of, like, fly fishing influencers and people who want to be. So, like, what is some of the funnier stuff you've ever seen? Like, do you ever do, like, bits about the stuff that you see out there? And you're like, I mean, I can imagine, like, at a comedy show, not a, obviously not everyone's going to be a fly fisherman there, but trying to relate that back to, like, a more uh, generalized audience. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's fucking hard to, like, tell regular people, like, stuff that's funny to you and I, like, you guys saying, like, let's go to Decker's. <laughs> if I said that to the crowd, they'd be like, what, what does he talk like why it's just a place like why i don't get why it's funny so it's like it's tough to tell like a regular crowd like yeah you know euro nymphers are weird like they're like homeschooled kids but the crowd wouldn't get that all the way because <laughs> they're like you know they're like well we don't know what that is so um i mean i i try to like tell people i fish but most of the time people are just like oh okay cool what's what's funny about like what's the joke about it um and then, yeah, there are a lot of people coming out here to try to be not even fishing influencers, just like hiking influencer. Everyone comes out here and they pretend to know everything about nature or about they're like, here's the 10 best places in Colorado to go fucking look at a waterfall. Um, and some of these places I've never even heard of. And I was born and raised in Colorado. So I don't, I don't really <laughs> what deal. And being an influencer, it fucking sucks. It's just it's so stupid. Instagram, stupid. Social media, stupid. But listen, check out, follow the podcast but don't do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. it's so funny because it's like it's a necessary evil in a lot of ways there's a lot of things that you can do to be a different kind of influencer and i feel yeah. like i feel like we in order to get a following i was just talking about this earlier off air and i was like we've had to we had to put out some cringy shit bro you put out some of the cringiest shit i've ever seen but it, it it's crazy like it's cringy but it works yeah. you know like it, it's it sucks because you got to do a little bit of that to really get into it hard. But I do think what keeps it going is you being like authentic because like, that's me. I'm not pretending like that's you're very, my humor. Cring- you're very cringy Luke. Let's be honest. I know. Here. That's, and that's, a, that's like the, that's the, that's the thing about it is like, you know, I'm not being like a serious, cool guy, you know, or like, you know, taking offense to everything that's said to me. I just, I'm just me. Yeah. Yeah. You just yeah. said exactly what I was going to say. It's just as far as like there's forced influencers and then there's like naturally occurring influencers that just become an influencer because of who they are, not because they're trying to do it, like to beat the algorithm <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, yeah. There's plenty, there's a certain amount of playing the game and there's like, a right way and there's a wrong way. Exactly. And I, I think, but I think your audience can definitely tell, like I can tell when someone's being cringy or not like, when someone's actually cringy. Or they know what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah or they know what they're talking about. So, Elon, about. for yeah. you, like, how did you get into it? I guess, I mean, like, obviously, you know, I'll be I'll be quite honest. To be, uh, as a fellow minority, you know, seeing a black guy fishing, fly fishing just in general, like, unheard of. Like, I've, like, I've seen, well, I don't even make note, honestly, but, like, I can't even think of a single time where I'm like, hey, look, there's another minority on the river right now. Things mm-hmm. like that. So, do you, Elon, like... For you, to you, do you feel like you're kind of pioneering it and also like kind of exposing, I guess, since fly fishing is mostly an old white guy sport, do you feel like you're kind of exposing, you know, younger generations that were not necessarily historical fly, 
fly fishermen to the space or how do you feel about that yeah i wouldn't say i'm i'm pioneering like um what's cool about instagram is i've learned i met a lot of cool i met people who fly fish who have been black hispanic asian like whatever they but they just didn't have instagram you know like i've i've met anglers who are they're like they're like yeah i've been fishing for like 40 years but they you know they were they lived in a time before social media so they i mean they were like the real pioneers those are the people who like were the only ones on the water or like the only ones like learning and doing dope shit i'm just i'm just sort of a a guy who just likes spending time outdoors and i and i happen to be black so i mean it just it happened that i had a friend who worked at reddington i like met a i was like doing story times because i was doing comedy and i had a friend who worked at reddington and then they're like hey do you want to like come on this like fishing trip and i was like cool like it was dope it was like um i had been fishing for a, a quite a while and i've never like gone on a trip with a group or company or anything like that so i was like yeah i'll come and then just met you know one person this person was like hey you should be on the ambassador team with reddington so i was like cool and then just started fishing more and meeting people and then and then it just became a not even a game but just like who you who you know you know like one person's like hey i met this guy named elon he fishes he wants to like he does comedy he wants to do this and they're like oh this would be great if you want to work on this project or you want to do this campaign or yada 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 so um, I would definitely say I'm not a pioneer. I'm just trying to trying to make it better for other people. And also, you said that this fish, this guy, fishing is for an old old white guy sport, and it's not a sport. I just want to tell everyone right there: you're not, you none of us are athletes. I mean, I'm an athlete, <laughs> Dude. but none of you guys are. No, fly fishing is maybe saltwater fishing. I can kind of see if you're like running the beach and like chasing fish. Other than that, if you only trout fish, you're not a fucking athlete. You're a lazy bum. Dude, that's, that's so I'm so happy you said that really because um, I I still do and I'm sure every person that fly fish is listening to it. Mr. Tom Rosenbauer, the Orvis podcast. Everyone that does the fly box thing always says at the end, uh, thank you, Tom. Love everything that you do for the sport. Mm. And that pissed off Dan and I all the time. Good. We're just like, dude. Good. Where is this a sport, bro? Like, do we got yeah. do we got jerseys or anything like that? Like, yeah. we we got we got a team to fucking hold out here. Okay, I know I know what not to say now. I'm sorry. It, I think <laughs> so. It, I like it didn't bother me as much moving here because a lot of a lot of the people here said it, and I was just like, eh. But it bothered me when I heard it on the podcast because it was just the same thing over and over. Like, thank you, Tom. Thank you, every thank thank. Thank you for everything that you do for the sport. And it's like, I just don't, yeah, I, it's not a sport. I define the sport as like someone's actively trying to stop you from fishing. So if like you were trying to fish a hole and there was someone like D'ing you up. <laughs> that, like that, that does happen. Yeah. That trying does to happen. Trying to check your ass or something. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Pull up to the spot and a guy will pull up right behind you and then try to sprint in. That, that's, def- that's defense. That's, that's the sport. But the sport is a track race at that point. Yeah. That's how we make fly fishing a sport, bro. We got to <laughs> just go out there with pads on and shit. Just start tackling people. Bro, you just get start making jerseys and shit. And just like Jacob was saying, if you got someone trying to run ahead of you, he's going to get to the goal, man. You got to lay him out. Now you got to actually like fight over high hauling, bro. You got to like <laughs> literally start decking people. Bro, I, I mean. MMA. Dude, yeah, fishing. we have MMA fights on the Hey, yeah. I've always thought doing an MMA charity fight. Like, I would fight a few people out there for charity. Just saying. There's a few names. I won't name them now, but they're a little bit bigger than me, so I'd probably get my ass whooped, but it would be fun. 
the, like a fly fishing charity MMA, but it's fight. A, yeah, 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 kind of like you know how they do celebrity boxing, but we do it like MMA or boxing style. Fly yeah. fishing influencers. We could do it at the the big fly fishing show in Denver. We could put it, set up a ring and stuff. Start decking this in, the ca- in the casting pond. Yeah, in yeah, the casting yeah. pond. <laughs> Freaking Tim Flagler's out there trying to teach a casting lesson. We're just like Tim, your fifteen minutes is up, bud. It's time to start. <laughs> Hey, round one, round one, bring yeah. the girls out. Let's go. Ring girls are coming out, brother. Yeah. Dude. No, that's such a that's such a crazy thing to say though. Like, so when anyone calls it a sport, I totally agree. I think if you're gonna call it a sport, be about it. That's like calling hiking. Like, I'm gonna go do this ten mile hike. Sport. Yeah. And I'm a Yeah. Like a, it's it's an activity, it's a it's a challenge. I, yeah. I admire about fly fishing, but I don't. I, I wouldn't. I don't call it a sport. And also, I, I want new people who want to get into fly fishing to like really be interested. And they think like, oh, I'm, if they hear sport, they're gonna be like, damn, I have to like. I gotta get, get a in. physical for this. Yeah, I gotta yeah. get in shape to do this. So it's just it's just something it's just something fun to be a be a part of, to, fun to do. So yeah, yeah, no, that's that's crazy. I think I, and I think there's some people out there that treat it like a sport too. And, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, they keep track of like how many fish they caught like, like fish a journal yeah like fish counter well okay so think about it this way what about like the fly fishing like team usa like uh, all, and like the the fips championships that go on then is it a sport yeah when you're keeping score and you're competing yeah. against others if it's like a is it you still no because it's like saying a fishing derby makes it a sport all of a sudden like you're still doing the same thing exactly you're okay. still doing the same thing Yes, yeah. yes, there's a reward at the end, but like Elon said, there's nobody guarding you from it. Like <laughs> they gotta categorize that better. I think. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Start that movement. Yeah, Team USA fishing challenge activity. Yeah. That's what they call it. Fishing activities. Fishing activities. NPC activities. NPC. Yeah, they're pretty much NPCs. Dude, those guys. guys those guys are sticks of fishermen. A lot of them are really, really good, but they are NPCs. Man. They're fucking oh, yeah. weird people, dude. Met a few of them. You gotta be. You gotta be this fish. If you want to talk thirty minutes about what Euro leader fish yeah. in the Artur, what's Artur's Mountains? I'm on. I don't know wherever the fuck they're at. The I, team, you, the youth team is in like Bosnia. I got a GED, so yeah, it's not. I I tried to get into Euro nymphing. I got a rod and a reel and the line and everything, and I gave it like two tries, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I just went back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm too dumb to understand this, so I'm just gonna. Go back to the way I know how to fish. <laughs> I caught my first fish on a euro rod yeah. the other week, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." But I was like, "It's not for me." It, it, it took a lot of the. It didn't take the fun out of it, but it was just like I think my way is just more fun. Maybe I'm being sure. a stubborn asshole. I don't know. No, not at all. I think because uh, that's people who bobber fish. Like I do a lot of euro nymphing, but I also do a lot of bobber fishing. I try to keep it versatile. Right. And I think uh, I think people who euro nymph definitely dissect it way too far they're very special people for lack of yeah i think you know doing five different bucks butt sections into like your tippet ring and then into your decider and then into another tippet ring and then into whatever this kind of piece of tippet because if you use this kind of piece of tippet it's going to deaden your contact and it's just like dude i literally fish like 20 foot cider and then like some tippet and i'm good right yeah need a hug honestly 
They need a hug. Maybe if they're men, they need some female attention. I don't know, man. No one ever loved them. Yeah. yeah. I'll give them a man hug if they really just need it. If they just let me know, I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. That's sometimes, that's sometimes how it is, man. Like we were talking about it. Your niffers for the, for our mentally ill individuals for the most part, I swear to God. And I'll stand by that one. That, yeah. I mean, right here, man, I'm mentally ill. Yeah. You're, you're definitely mentally ill. Some of my, some of my, some of my best friends, man, that are really good at that. Mentally ill, mentally unstable, man. You think we got like this for a reason, man? Yeah, that's why the <laughs> yeah. urinip. Some trauma. This yeah. is how we deal with our trauma. Yeah. So on a more serious subject, Elon. So this, you and I have talked about this. Um, kind of like the weird experiences we get as minorities. Like I was kind of like I was telling you about kind of like what I've been through, things like that. And you're kind of like fuck those people, and I'm that same way. I'm like fuck the people. They're going to judge me off of what I look like and shit like that. Do you have any like stories that are repeatable? Because mine is not terribly repeatable of what happened to me. But another example, like Luke, Luke, whenever we were up fishing for bulls, like I get some weird ass looks when I'm up there because like it's all white guys. It's and, just straight white people. And I think it's secondhand too. It's like as a, as a white dude, I think I can observe other white people. Yeah. And they look and they're especially in an area where it's like there's no minorities within a 50 mile radius. Right. 100 mile radius. And they're you get one guy on an ATV with his like sister on the back and she's like and then they both take a double take at you. It's like, why are you looking at him weird, man? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's and like just some of like some I've been on I've been on the water sometimes. I mean, I told you that story at Horse Thief where Yeah. Just like there are people that in Idaho, especially that love just shouting racial, racial slurs. slurs all the time. Yeah. And it's like, what the heck, man? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? People's man? like little kids will be swimming in the water next to you and they'll be saying it like, <laughs> dude, it's wild. So <laughs> I don't know. I think like there's a lot of underlying yeah. weird shit. Yeah. No, I want to hear f- from Elon because like there's obviously like, you know, Colorado much more diverse i would think than boise idaho but I, i'm just curious kind of you know like what, what you've observed and things like that have you noticed like you know obviously since 2016 you know there's been some changes i say we don't get political on this podcast but unfortunately it's the only way to talk about it you know it's since 2016 things have changed in this country and things like that so you know i'm curious to hear like kind of your take on that and like have you seen a difference are you like you know it, it, it's just like a shitty circumstance in my opinion yeah, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't even. If anyone is listening to this and they think, "Oh, this is political," that I'm just gonna say you're a fucking idiot because this isn't political. This we're not saying like yeah. choose. Like, this is just people's stories. So, I. Uh, I mean, when I first started fishing, when I was up in Fort Collins, I was like fishing, and someone drove past. Uh, drove past me while I was standing in the water and called me the N word and said I should be playing basketball and what am I doing up here? And if God damn, they come, if they come back and I'm still there, then they're gonna have an issue. So. Um, I mean, I've had instances like that. I've had instances of people at the fly show at the, you know, at many fly shows around the country, um, like giving me double takes and asking me like, Hey, are you in the right place? Or people thinking that I like work there, um, that I like work at the, the, like the auditorium or whatever, like venue we're at. They're like, Hey, do you work here? And I'm like, no. Um, so, I mean, I've had everything from industry people saying stuff to just, you know, 
being on the water and, and people saying stuff. And I, I fish, I fish with my gun. So I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm pro gun. So I, I fish with my gun. It doesn't make me, and people are always like, Oh, do you take it for like the bears or the animals? And I'm like, I take it because of white people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but once again, it's not, yeah, it's not like a political issue. It's just, it's just my, but I've also been in, you know, situations where I've like pulled up to a parking spot and just, you know, talk to an old guy. And we just like start chit chatting, and I realize you know he's been fishing in this country, and he like gives me a couple flies, or he'll like text me a pin, or follow me on Instagram and like text me a pin, and then we like chit chat and stuff. So I've had the both spectrums of people just being like overly nice and overly sweet, and just regular genuine people, and then people being uh, just malicious, racist, you know, people. Um, and I would say you know the 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 malicious part is the part where I. I like fear for other people because I'm I'm okay with getting yelled at, you know, like like I, that's what I was kind of going back to saying, like I'm not a pioneer, like you know, back in the '80s and the '70s and the '90s, it was probably way worse for for some people, but um, I, you know, I'm I'm just trying to make it better so that the next generation of kids or women or whoever the fuck wants to fish, they can just like go out and 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 fish and have a good time and not have to worry about it. So yeah, I've gotten. I've gotten some some strange looks. I mean, I went to fucking New Zealand one time and I was like walking into these bars and you know like in the movies like when the record player stops like yeah. they were <laughs> yeah. And like me and my friend walked in and he's like a he's like a short little white dude, but me and my friend walk in and everyone like stops singing karaoke and like turns and like watches us walk to the table. And I was like, "Damn, this is pretty fucking wild." Um but also I have a huge dick. So I was just like, maybe they, (laughs) no, I didn't, I didn't say that, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I've had stuff like that happen, happen all over. So every time I, every time I go through Mexican security, it doesn't matter who I'm with. If I'm with a group of Mexican people, all white people, I, I always get stopped by security and they always check my bags and they always ask me questions. And I, I mean, I don't ever have anything, but every time I get stopped, I get stopped by Mexico security. Huh? So, Interesting. Yeah, wow. That's pretty, weird. That's like if you can imagine the the spectrum. I mean, like I said, it's not a political issue. It's just the, the how the way the world works and operates and how we're navigating it. Yeah, been that way. Yeah, it's a it's a really unfortunate thing because like what Elon said about the guy yelling a slur at you and things like that. I've had that happen to me. I mean, yeah, it it, yeah. it, it just happens, dude. And you're kind of um with the I don't carry, but I'm like, dude, if someone wants to kill me over fishing, bro, just fucking let them, dude. Like at this point, I'm just like, it, it, it's so silly. Um, and the idea that like people have not only the audacity, but the hatred to actually go out and say something like that to me is absolutely fucking insane. I would never say anything like that, but that is just, that's just stupid. Yeah. I don't know. It's, and it's a cultural thing for sure. And well, we were talking about this in the podcast. It's like other Asians hate Asians. It's like, if I was born in Korea and I lived in Korea, I am predisposed to hating Japanese and Chinese. Yeah, people. it's like it's just how it is. One it's of my a, best friends is Vietnamese, and he hates Cambodian people. And it's just so weird. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the rest of the world. It's like the United States is doing a jo- trying to stamp out racism and things like that, but everyone else in the world doesn't really give two shits. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I anyway, do. but yeah, I just want to talk about that because I think it's really important for our listeners to hear, um, because I think it's not something that everyone thinks about in this podcast. We we're we're a forward thinking. We like to invoke thought every once in a while, not yeah. just comedy. And I think it's important that people hear that. I, I think so too. And I think that's just kind of the way I've always thought. I don't know. Like I 
I grew up in a. I grew up in North Idaho. Yeah, you grew up in literally the most racist, racist part of area. Idaho. <laughs> yeah. like I don't go to Northern Idaho because then, I'm scared. And then, but it was weird though, because like that, like in my earlier years, like and I did a lot of fishing in my earlier years. You'd never see like a black person. You never see an Asian person or anything, just in general, and you never see them fishing. So then, when I moved to Seattle and then went to school, um, I lived in a part of Seattle that was like where there was a town or something no it was just like a lot of a lot of asian people and a lot of black people i went to basically a school where there wasn't a lot of white people so it was a weird interesting yeah so wait wait, wait. you're telling me in quarter there's not at least one chinese family with a chinese restaurant there is i was gonna say you can't you can't you can't lie to me there is now the the, the, us asians we're very very we're very uh where the bag is needed to be secured we'll go wherever it takes us yeah so but then like so you know as a younger kid like all my friends were asian and black and then yeah. like it was just kind of one of those things that that just became a part of like my own culture in a way and then so like when i came back to idaho and it's like it's all white people bro yeah and then like and then like the amount of absurd racism especially in the sport sporting industry i'm not gonna say sporting uh, outdoor industry i was like yeah dang bro that's what people people in the industry too being like open about it yeah like yeah. That wouldn't fly in Kent, Washington. Yeah. You can get beat up. Yeah, you'd get yeah. beat up, yeah. No, it's yeah. just so crazy, man. Beat up a couple of people. Right. Yeah, exactly. Back to the MMA charity fly fishing event. Right, exactly. We need to do this. I, I've I've thought about this. I've ran this idea past a few people that I'm friends with. They're like, dude, that would be so fun. I would train for like a, a year to do that. I think... I have like an influencer like tournament of... Meme accounts versus influencers. Oh my god, bro! Because <laughs> influencers hate you. Hey, influencers hate me too. I'd get like six fights in a night, dude. I'd be getting beat up by women all the time because apparently I hate women. But... Sims versus Grundins. Yeah, Sims versus Grundins. <laughs> yeah. Like, that would be fun. I stole our hit patching, you little bitches. <laughs> I I yeah. did. I I don't know if I've ever been not a victim because I think the meme accounts are actually pretty pretty funny. But I I not a victim, but I. There was some meme account that like was using me as like the butt of the joke, like the the bad guy. And I don't know who it was, but it just made me laugh so much because the person had like, I don't know, 100 followers. And there were like three comments being like, yeah, Elon's a clown, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't I didn't I didn't do anything about it. But I went and looked at the comments and every person who commented, uh, I see if they I saw if they had a girlfriend and then I friend requested their girlfriend and then. Every once in a while, I just say, like, hey, hope your day is good. You're looking cute. You know? <laughs> oh, free game. Bro, you ain't got to call Craig fishing out like that. Yeah, it's just some Craig shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bro, no, Poor it's Craig. just it, the meme accounts are bad. Like, some of the meme accounts are absolutely unhinged. I was unhinged for a while. And, uh, yeah, I, I never got racist about it or anything. But, yeah. you know, like, some people are unhinged out there on the internet. And, unfortunately, the internet is accessible to just about anyone. So, yeah. there's some dumb shit that gets said. Um, I was never said they it didn't have anything to do with race and I was like good we're we're hating people just because they're shitty people you know which yeah. is I'm I'm okay with that I'm if you want to hate someone just hate them because they're a shitty person not because of their race like I'm okay with hating I was like I respect this person for but then it just made it hurt my feelings a little bit and I was like I'm gonna try to fuck somebody's girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that man nothing wrong hey just because there's a goalie doesn't mean you can't score that's the old saying right. God damn. Yeah. 
Oh my goodness, that's a fucking good one, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude, so, um something that occurred to me recently, uh, I just wanted to I just wanted to bring up and see what your guys' all perspective was on it. When you go fishing with three or four or more friends, what like I just want to hear like how do you how do you work a stream? Like this isn't a tips or tricks or anything like that. I just I'm just curious. I always put my friend like in the best spot. If I've like been to that spot a lot, I'll put like one of my yeah. friends that hasn't caught a lot of fish in the best spot. And then like everybody else just kind of spreads out even yeah. but I feel like my main person I fish with, I mean my buddy Dan and like we have it locked down pretty good, but we brought some people sometimes or have been invited to go fishing with somebody and they pick us up at four in the morning and then we get to the spot and then they're like we get geared up and we're like all right heck yeah where's the first hole and they're like all right well i'm gonna walk 500 yards up that way i'm gonna fish all this stuff like they they fish just like a mile ahead of us yeah dude that shit pisses me off and you're an asshole if you do that like you're saying they. Wait, I, I do that i do that wait why do you, you don't why, do that why asshole well, so, okay, so, like, if you invite someone to go fishing, right, I guess this yeah. is just my expectation. Like, yeah, we're going to, we're not going to fish, like, sh- I don't expect to fish shoulder to shoulder, but if I'm fishing one spot uh, and you just, like, hike a mile ahead of me at fishing all the other spots, and then you're like, oh, I just caught, like, 15 fish, and then, like, I was fishing behind you the whole time, and then it's like, dude, like, why'd you get me up at four in the morning, essentially, just go fish by yourself? I don't know, man. Safety? Yeah, you, you don't do that. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Did he fish away from you the whole time? Yeah, dude. So, I have this one friend, and I love him to death. I think he's great, great kid. He's a young kid. I'm not gonna say his name, but went fishing with him a couple times, and like I either bring him, I take him there, and then we're fishing, and then all of a sudden he's gone, and it's like, where'd you go? And he's like, oh, I just walked like two miles ahead. I just caught like 26 fish, and I'm over here struggling on two. Well, shit, he didn't catch 26. He, he's lying to you. He's capping. Nah, like, <laughs> nah, like that's the thing. Like, he's hitting all the holes ahead of me. Essen- you're essentially high-holing your friends. Oh, I high-hole the shit out of all my friends. I do that to you. I do that to anyone. Yeah, but you're not a million miles away. And yeah, you haven't seen that. I, I, I will occasionally get like that. Especially, gonna, especially if I'm you... A, go ahead, Elon. Sorry. I'm a, I'm a mover. Like, I... Yeah. When I fish, I, like... I don't like staying in one spot for too long. Like, if I'm going to find the fish, I'm going to go find I'm not going to, like, stay right. in a spot, change flies a hundred times unless there's, like, a bunch of fish eating or whatever. So I, I'm I'm one of those people that I'll, like, fish with you, but I just, not, like, on purpose, but I'll just, like, keep either bumping up or bumping down. Yeah. Just because it's, like, I'm trying to find the fish. Like, I'm not going to waste time. I was just. The, I'm just going to keep moving. I was just thinking about it because, like, me and for one time, me and my buddy Dan went fishing at Rock Creek in Montana. Terrible idea. That place sucks. Um, there's a lot of people there in general, but we brought our one buddy with us, and he literally like gets out of the car, starts fishing. Uh, Dan and I, Dan, I think it fell in the river. Hell yeah, that's my boy right there. I love falling in the river. It's yeah, my favorite and, thing. Or something happened. Like I don't know. He like broke something, and so we were kind of lagging behind. And our buddy like just took off. And we're struggling, not having a good time, not catching fish. And our buddy's like, oh, dude, I just ripped into like 18 fish up there. Like, it was crazy, bro. Like, and there's no way he's not capping because all the holes ahead of us looked really good. 
Yeah. He just like rushed to fish all those holes, and we're just like, all right, we might as well just leave now. Man, you never fished with. You yeah. didn't get to fish enough with Corey, our former podcast host, Corey. Dude, that's how he fishes. I I don't know. I fished with both of you guys, and you guys don't really do that. I think I will just get antsy if I'm like in a spot for too long, and like yeah. I don't expect I'll get antsy. Yeah, I'll... no, I don't expect anyone to stay near me, but like hiking like a mile ahead of somebody. Yeah, I'll go around the corner. Or you might just but... fish with yourself at that point. It's yeah. kind of like my my point. Is like, don't drag me out here at four in the just morning. Just get drunk on the bank like a man, dude. Yeah. <laughs> just get drunk. You want to move? Grab two more beers. Let's see if you still want to move. It's like if I invited you to dinner, if I invited you to like lunch or something, I just went and sat at the table by myself and ate. Yeah. You- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Shit. <clears throat> no, that just that sh- I was just curious on everyone's opinion on that because I was like, am I being too touchy about that? No, or- it's like cool to yeah. hang out. You it- go and fish. Yeah, and like, if I'm yeah. fishing it. Talking and you're shooting the shit or whatever and yeah and if i and yeah because if i wanted to go i like being a mover too but i normally do that by myself because like i don't i think i think i think it's the other thing is like social fishing is fly fishing is as much just like uh, an activity as it is a social event like when you go with your buddies to fish you want to hang out and talk like the amount of um, the amount of stupid river conversations you get into about whatever philosophical thing is tickling your brain that day i mean we've had them all and it's some of the best conversation, and I don't remember them as soon as I get off the river. But that's, yeah. like, the fun part of fishing. Yeah, it's it, – and, like, hiking up the stream and everything like that, everyone kind of gets lost in the sauce. Like, I understand that yeah, it happens. aspect, and, like, everyone's just excited and wants to fish and see as much of the stream as they can. I get that. But, like, man, like, think about I – just, I'm just super thoughtful about my friends when I fish. Yeah. And I'm always, like, I just hit this hole – you got you got next, buddy. Yeah. You get the one above me because yeah. there's definitely a fish in there. Well, it's like if if it's like you're like he said, like if you're taking someone out and it's their like first time fishing. Yeah, like they're really new with this, and I'll let them. I'll stand behind them and just let them fish. Yeah, as many they catch a fish or catch a lot of fish. But if you're like going with someone who you like know fishes hard, then I'm like, uh, maybe we'll see each other. Maybe we won't. We both are kind of doing our own thing, yeah. chasing each other. So, but if there's someone new, then I'll be like, yeah, just I'll fucking sit here on the bank while you fish because, well, I don't give a, I don't care that much, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to be on the water 24-7. Yeah. That experience. Yeah. So, I enjoy, like, letting my friends catch, or not letting them, oh. I'm not enabling them to do it, but I'm like, I enjoy watching other people catch fish, like. Oh, hell yeah. It's, it's yeah. way, I get, honestly, at this point, like, especially if you've fished a river for a long time, once you have done that, you kind of lose all the joy unless it's like a just an insane fish like yeah. nothing you've ever caught before but i get more enjoyment watching people who haven't done it like, yeah it's that, a, that's like the guide in me though like that, I, I enjoy that that's like, exactly why i got it. and it's funny you yeah. mentioned that about taking someone out to a river that you fish a lot elon hit me up i think it was last year to fish a very continuous theme on this podcast the good, like it. the say good it. old say it the Owyhee river nice yeah you know, what was your experience out there? I'm just curious. Is someone, uh, I'm assuming it was your first time fishing it. Um, yeah, I was doing a, ro- I was doing a road trip from uh, Denver to, I think it was Seattle. Um, and I was just going to stop a couple places and fish along the way. And uh, yeah, reached out, asked about it. Got a couple, got a couple of people who hinted to go that direction, but um, I didn't catch shit. I maybe caught like three fish that were like, I don't know seven inches like three three little browns and then you and then i talked to you after and you were like yeah you like didn't go up 
high high enough. I was gonna say you were fishing low if that was what happened. Yeah, yeah. So it was, I mean, it was a beautiful river. It was one of the prettiest places I've ever um, driven up, and the river looked magical. But I I didn't have that. And then I I've seen pictures and I've seen people fishing just upstream of where I was, and I was like, oh okay, I fucking I get it. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to get you out here sometime next time you come through. We'll come out there and we'll we'll show you. We'll just uh, I guide it, and then Jacob used to guide it. Luke's been back up north, so he, yeah, you're fucked. But so Luke, but I'll be back down though. Yeah, you'll I, be back down. But yeah, it would be really fun to take you out there sometime because it is there is some stupid fish in there. Occasionally, if there's not a huge crowd, where you can actually the idea of moving around isn't really something you can do out there a ton. But you yeah. know, if you know your spots well enough, I mean, there's some stupid fish in there. If you're yeah, if you're a mover. Cause that was one that was hard when I moved down here to Boise is to like adjust to that river because you can't really move on that. Some people there get mouthy and well, you'll start moving you'll and think you're clear, and then all of a sudden, dude pops out of the bushes. Yeah, like, where the fuck did you? Dude, come it's from? a it's a clown show where you're really supposed to be fishing. Yeah, like once you see all the cars, you know you're in the right spot. Basically, yeah. <laughs> like I uh, did a, an onion truck rolled over. On my road trip, so I got to take a couple of onions. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Yeah, that's a big onion and a sugar beet area out there, I believe. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a very interesting place. Um, just in general, like the kind of the topography of the whole area. There's literally nothing, and there's a canyon and a dam, and then a big river with some brown trout in it, and then big large mouth and carp up at the top. Yeah, it makes no sense why it's there, in my opinion. Mm. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's it, pretty cool. It's a fun river, I think. It's funny because there's some people that live here that say it's technical. I mean, it, it can be. It is until you learn it. Yeah. It, Same six flies year round. And there's some people that just stay away from it because they say it's too hard. And it's like, it, I yeah. will say some days out there it can be kind of tough. And then some days out there you're just banging them up. But yeah, I think what gives me the most anxiety, and I shouldn't feel this way, but it's like the people... The amount of people that fish that river is absolutely absurd. Yeah, it is like, uh, I have some friends there from Colorado that have moved out here and stuff like that. It says it is reminiscent of like Deckers and the Dream. Just people butt-fucking each other on the whole, basically. I will say about Deckers, I think a lot of people shit on it, but I also don't think a lot of people can catch fish on it. Because it is, it's not techie, but it gets fished so much that those fish are smart. And I think a lot of people who complain about Deckers can't actually catch fish at Deckers. I think they just say it because it's so busy and that's their excuse of not going there and getting skunked. So I, if anyone really shits on Deckers, I'm like, oh, you just don't know how to fish. Yeah. That's I, kind of the Hawaii. That's the Hawaii. Yeah, that I would say that sounds pretty close to Hawaii. Ten. It's so funny. I had a somebody the other day on that was like, stop spot burning Deckers. Did I send you that? Yeah, you sent me that. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. it was like, we already have enough people on Deckers and then everyone just shit on him and was like, Dude, like, have you been there recently? Like, it doesn't even matter. I went, there, I went there 25 years ago, and there was no one. Yeah, yeah. I've never been, but I've I've seen some pictures and videos, and it does remind me of the Hawaii. The yeah. scenery is different, but the amount of shoulder to shoulder combat, you're on. Yeah, it. yeah. I have I have friends that have guided it and stuff like that, and they're like, yeah, it's a shit show. Go somewhere else. It does it does get pretty wild, yeah. but everyone everyone, if you're listening to this, just keep driving I-70 west. Stay on the highway and go fish all that water because there's there's a lot of water in Colorado, but people don't like to explore. Well, they like to explore, but they they just stay 
close to where they know. Yeah, isn't isn't Colorado very known for like the parking lot fishermen, where like they don't if they can't get to it from the parking lot, like they just don't want to go to it. Yep. Yep. So it's uh, yeah, it's it's fun. I just I encourage people to keep doing what you do and, and don't go any place else because there's some there's some magical spots. I mean, there's a couple of lakes and rivers with you know some big carp in there. Uh, there's a couple of parts of rivers that have some big pike in there seasonally. So, yeah, but people don't want to explore. They just they want to just go catch the same fish over and over in the same place. Which yeah, is cool. like the Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, dude. Seriously, God, you just I, caught, I catch the same it. six. I catch the same six fish all the whole time when I'm out there. Pretty sure. Yeah, and he only and he didn't even grow. He got skinnier. Yeah, he got skinnier. Yeah, no, uh, that that's funny that you mentioned that about Colorado. The, it's uncanny. No matter where you are in the United States, there's always that one place that's just yeah. like that um, everywhere. Are there yeah. like are there big boys in Deckers? Because I've never, I don't think I've seen like a big fish come out of there. Like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like big. Are you talking like, I mean, twenty plus? Twenty. You catch a twenty fish. That's like a wow. That's like a damn. That's a good. That's a good fish. Most are like healthy, you know, 12 to 16 fish. Anything above 16, you're like, damn, this was a nice day. Anything above 20, you're like, oh, shit. But you also have to know when when to go fish it. Because, right. um, I mean, the flows, especially with the summer, with all the rain we've been getting, it's been like up and down, up and down, up and down. So uh, the fish are kind of spread out. But, um yeah, I would say like twenty is like a, it's like a solid fish. But people people pull out. There's big there's big fish in there, but usually usually you're not gonna get them. They've been around. They've been around way too long. Yeah. So I have a question for you. So my buddy used to guide Deckers and uh, the Dream and stuff like that, and he he went back and fished uh, last year, I think, in Colorado, and he said you'll see a huge difference between Colorado and everywhere else in the United States is because people will verbally say, oh, it's hooked in the mouth. Is that like a real thing out there where people are just like, it seems like a lot of fish get snagged and then they still reel them in and things like that? Or yeah, because that- we're fucking running triple nymphs and you can like sight fish for a lot of these fish because the water's so clear, the water's so low. So, I mean, I, I've done it too where I'm like, oh, the fish ate and then you go to set the hook and you got them by the belly and I'm like, fuck. But um, there are people who probably go out and not maybe snag, but I mean, they're running a girdle bug to a RS2 to a fucking micro midge. And it's, then they're just ripping, they're just ripping fish. So <laughs> um, the deconstructed it, treble hook. Yeah. yeah. Which is pretty much, which is what it is. And even if yeah. they do it on like, yeah, if you set the hook and you're, I mean, you have six feet from your first fly to your second fly and then another two feet from your, like, of course you're probably going to hook something. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I've never seen people like going and snagging fish, but I, I believe it just cause people are running such deep rigs and, and so many nymphs. So I'm, I'm a one fly guy. If I have to go two, I'm not having a good day. Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. This interesting. is, this is a okay. new take. I haven't heard this one or I've heard this one, but like, I mean, for me, I'm always double nymphing. If I'm out fishing under bobber, it's always two. You guys are going to think it's lame, but I, I think that way you're on nymphing sometimes. Cause like. I, oh, I, here we go again. Well, it's like, dude, I'm getting snagged up a lot and like catching all these rocks and crap and like thinking like. Your Nymphing's not fly fishing. It's a fly fishing podcast, right? 
It's fly fishing it's using not flies. Fly, it's not fly fishing. <laughs> it's not fly fishing, dude. That's an endless argument. Right I know. There. We could just go around circles on this. So, you know, yeah. one other question um, coming up kind of on time right now. Another really question I had for you, um, not fly fishing really, but comedy. So how did you get into that? How do you balance being a comedian that travels all the time and then fly fishing in between there and then, you know, having all those responsibilities because, you know, I have a full-time job. And then I guide on the side. I help run the podcast, things like that. We're all kind of in the same boat other than you two fucks being unemployed right now. <laughs> but, you know, how do you manage that time management to get, make sure you like are happy with the amount of time you're fishing and stuff like that? Um, I, I really don't anymore. Like I, my schedule is all fucked up. You know, like it's just, I'm, I'm always busy. So I started doing comedy in 2000 and eight, 2018. Um, I started when I was at uh, CSU in Fort Collins when I was getting my uh, my degree, and it's just something that I was like, man, this is it's just fun and uh, staying up late at night, hanging around, being around comics is probably the best thing ever. Hearing stories, not knowing if they're true, it's it's like always in jest. It's like always playing around, really playful. So I started doing comedy, and then I had been fishing for a couple years for about five or six years before that. So it's just like. My, my dream was, like, if I could fish during the day and then go do stand-up at night, that would be dope as hell. Uh, and sometimes I get to do that. Sometimes I get to – I went to I went to Boston and, and got to fish the striper for a striper for a couple of days. And then at, at night I drove into Boston and did shows. And I was like, this is this is pretty sick. So, um, But also I, ha- I have a job where I, I work with uh, foster kids and middle schoolers here in Colorado. So – when I when I'm in town, I'm like working or doing a program planning for our students for this uh, summer and semester. And then when I'm out of town, I'm like just doing stand up or just fishing or, or doing a combination of both. Um, and then I'm like trying to get into like film and and making like short films that are that are like fun and stuff. So I don't really have time for anything, but I uh, I don't get to fish, especially in Colorado, as much as I used to. Uh, just because, like, driving an hour, driving an hour and a half to my, you know, favorite fishing spot and stuff. So I got into carping, like, last year and then got into more and more carp this summer. So And then there's, like, a couple of carp ponds that they're, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes away. So, like, sometimes I'll land, go to work, and then get off work, go carp fishing, come home, shower, and then go to a show. Uh, so that's, you know, my schedule is all fucked up, but it's fun. It's just how the you know i'm not complaining it's just i got i got shit to do i got work to do the best cart ponds are the ones behind the car dealerships <laughs> car dealerships yeah the ones that are the ones that are like the the drain the city drain is overflowed the sewer and they makes a little like irrigation pond and someone somehow a carp and a flood in a river nearby boise river yeah i mean you know about Kids. this as the former car dealership guy yeah. you know this Oh yeah, dude. Managing car dealerships, dude. And if I if I go talk to some competitor ones and they got a pond behind them, be like, "Hey, can I go fish that?" What? <laughs> yeah. Guarantee you, there's a carp in there, brother. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love carp. They're fun fish, man. They're really fun fish. I'm I I'm not very good at it, so I I've I go out many days for carp and come home with this with a bad sunglasses, tan, and probably too many beers. Working at a fly shop, they, um, my boss used to say, um, it's the closest thing you can get to bone fishing. 
I was gonna say it's fresh. Yeah, and, you know, and you've yeah. done a lot of salt. Would you concur to that statement, or were you like, nah, it's kind of bullshit? Yeah, I mean, I've even told people, I'm like, if you catch a carp, um, then you could you could easily catch a, a bonefish if you were in Mexico or um, South America or Central America or wherever. You could like definitely go catch bonefish. So uh, it's it's a little different in its ways. I feel like carp are maybe a little bit harder from what I experienced, but um, I fucking love bonefish. That's one of my favorite. That's one of my favorite fish. So I, I I agree with that. I would I would concur from my personal experience. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I yeah. I'll have that. I well I don't know if I'll get that opportunity, but I'm going to Hawaii this year. And good luck, dude. I told you I sent you some guides. I know. Yeah. There. No, and I Hit talked to him. Hit up. Yeah. Hit so up. Get Hit up, on Jeremy, my first bro. bone. But um, I have one question for you before we probably wrap up here. But so Jeremy kind of touched on this earlier, but you being like a like a comedian and fly fishing, like, do you plan to like merge any of that together as your, like your own identity or anything like that? Like, cause I think that's very niche and it's like, kind of what in a we're good doing way. here. That's kind of what we're yeah, doing here. Kind of, well, that's what we aspire, aspire to be. And I'm, I'm trying to learn more about comedy and like how to, how to do all that stuff. And like, I think you're probably the closest person to that kind of identity. And I'm curious if you plan on trying to bridge the gap with those two worlds. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't make fly fishing my personality. Yeah, just good like man. Yeah, something I really, really enjoy doing and like sharing with others. So, I mean, I do have a, I have a series called Comedians on the Fly, where I take comics fly fishing. Yep. And right now, that's like the closest thing I having. I'm having to merging it because all I'm doing is like taking comics, asking them questions about comedy. And they just get to like be funny while they also learn to fly fish, which most of them don't know what fly fishing is. They talk shit about it. They think it's dumb. They have questions, which is funny. Yeah. So I think that's like the closest thing I have. And I and I want to do like I want to do like films. I want to like direct and make short films. And so far, all the ideas I have are just fishing films that are just funny as fuck. That are just like yeah. they're not like the bros go to some island and then. They're trying to look for a fish, and then something bad happens. They overcome it, and then on the last day, they catch a fish. Like, I want, like, actual, like, funny moments that's, like, kind of scripted, maybe unscripted, so that people can, like, go watch fishing films, and it's just not the same six films that happen every year. So Sounds like someone's referring to the fishing film tour here, and I have to say, it would be nice to have a actually, like, funny film like a comedy yeah, instead dude, of it's like to be one that's yeah. such a, there there's a slot for that as an identity like not even yeah. as an identity just yeah. as someone who makes those well, films because like it's so yeah. needed i think everybody in fly fishing just takes it too serious that's why it's not there yeah because yeah, like this thing to like conquer or be like victorious about but honestly if you're hanging on the river with your friends or if you're going to trip to do anywhere most of the time you come back with pictures of fish and like the funniest fucking stories you have and that's not really conveyed in like fishing films it's not really conveyed of like yeah you go out you have a good time but then you come back with like inside jokes or like an idea that's funny that you can like share with friends it's always like oh we conquered and we won and it's like bro you're a fish like didn't you like laugh once about how stupid it is you just filmed a day in the life bro that's like Yeah. yeah like and dude like not enough. I was even reading like a s- statistic, and I think a lot of like fly fishing people should look into this because it's, it's more of a generalized one. But it's like kids laugh like five hundred times a day. Adults yeah. adults only laugh twenty times a day, and then like 
all that seriousness just like embodies you and it just like eats you up. And I think that there is totally a slot for somebody to come in and make something that is funny and hilarious. And that's poking fun at the sport. But my coral with sport. it is yeah, a sport. Yeah. <laughs> Here I go. Dude, we're at the, at the activity. So and my quarrel with like some of the audiences too, is like the moment you start making fun of something and I'm trying to learn as someone that's trying to learn about comedy, the moment you start poking fun at something, a lot of people think it's funny. And then everyone's just like, you need to stop making fun of that. Yeah. It's just like, they're hard. And it's, it's like, is it not satire enough? Yeah. I'm confused. <laughs> like, so like they're like, it's like the, well, everyone wants to be offended type deal. Well, there, there's, yeah. there's a, uh... and there's a lot of that in fly fishing. Yeah. The, the best yeah. story, the, the funniest stuff are the stuff that's truest. Yeah. Like it's stuff that's, and sometimes people don't, they like don't want to, they, they don't want to see um, like as, as stuff to be like at, that true to their life, you know? So it's like when I, when I get those crowds or when I get people who are offended or say stuff to me, I'm just like, hey, I understand what you're saying, but I also don't care that much. And I think that it's the way yeah. <laughs> Like I understand what you're saying. I'm not saying your idea is stupid. It's a valid idea, but I just don't care. Do you ever uh, do you ever think about too? Like, and this is just me general thinking out loud. Um, do you ever think about like you saying that? Like, do you ever have like the back thought of like, oh, maybe I should care or something? Or like, I don't know. You get like inse- Do you ever get insecure about that thought in general? Or yeah, it was just. I mean, especially with social media, with my comedy in general, I'm always like damn, did I say something wrong or how are people going to do this? But also, I mean, I try to convey it on my Instagram. I definitely do it on my comedy and just the way I live my life. All I'm doing is sharing my perspective and my story okay. and like what I think and believe. So if someone comes up and they're like, oh, this offends me, then I'm like, well, I don't really care because it's my story. It's like, I'm not, I'm not like coming to your house and saying like, hey, the way you live is stupid. Like yeah. I'm not walking into your living room and being like, hey, fly fishing is dumb. I'm like at a show and I'm like saying like, Hey, this thing is silly that we all do. Can we all agree? It's silly. Yeah. And like not take it so seriously. So right. I, I try to just be honest with like with myself and what I say and do. Cause then if people get offended, I'm like, well, I, I'm not, I can't change. I'm not, I can't, I can't change. Like I'm just sharing my perspective. Now, if I say something wrong or fucked up, then I'll be like, and if someone's like, Hey, that was messed up. I'd be like, okay, that I take that personally. Cause it's like, I don't want to make anybody feel in like a malicious way. I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but I'm also right. still going to, cause every, I think some people are like, Oh, you can't talk about anything. It's like, no, I think every group, every person needs someone to be like, Hey, you're ugly and just keep them humble. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, that's some really yeah. great words. Yeah. Yeah. That is awesome. No, no. I was I was just curious because I struggle with that when I make our content is like, is it not satire enough to where everyone's going to think we're offensive? Like I'm not meaning to be offensive. Like for instance, the autistic clip we didn't upload. Yeah, we, yeah, we were, we're borderline there. Definitely. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and like, I think it's, I think it's funny and nor do I have any quarrels against autistic people, but it's like, I don't want it to come. Yeah. I don't want it to come off wrong. But then again, I show it to some people and they're like, dude, that's funny as fuck. Like, and it's like, yeah, but, just find yeah. the right audience. It's always, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, with that all being said, you know, thank you so much for being, being coming on the podcast today. We're kind of on an hour here. Uh, 
where can our audience find you and things like that? Do you have any upcoming shows? Yeah, um, I'm working on a website. I should have had a website a long fucking time ago. But um, you can find me on uh, Instagram. Um, you can find me on YouTube. My YouTube is Comedians on the Fly. So if you go check out Comedians on the Fly, you can watch a couple of episodes of Comedians on the Fly with different guests from around the country. Um, and I got stand-up clips and shit on there. Um, where else? I have OnlyFans. I did an OnlyFans comedy special. All my clothes are off. So if you want to check that out, uh, OnlyFans, it's just I'm straight up naked and I'm just reading. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, I I think that's it. I got shows coming up, but it, they're not. They're All the important shows are like in October. So if you're in Colorado in October, come, come check out a show. I'll, I'll have it posted on my Instagram and hopefully my website by then. But thank you guys for having me on. It was it was fun to to hang out with you guys and, and chat a little bit. Yeah, man. Of course, man. We'll have to do it again. Um, yeah, it was really cool meeting you, man. And we we'd love to see you sometime, man. Hopefully, we our our paths cross. Yes, sir. Yeah. Thanks for doing this, Elon. That'd yep. be great. Yeah. Cool. See you guys. Next time. Thanks for taking the time, buddy. Thanks yeah, so awesome. much. Awesome. Thanks. All right, later, gang. Done. See you guys. <laughs>